This week on Practically Christian Podcast, we discuss I'm so happy. peppiness in this one yes so do i i agree well hello and welcome to another episode of practically christian podcast welcome i hope everyone has had a good week um this episode is going to be a lot less somber and down Mm -hmm. in comparison to last episode um and it's funny because like i'm reading the show notes Mm -hmm. and it says um we're glad you're listening. Please continue to share. Hope you're enjoying your Labor Day. <laughs> so, <laughs> Maybe that, you're a little behind on this one, honey. That lets you know when this one was recorded. Mm-hmm. Or written. So, obviously, I mean, if you're not following us on Facebook or Instagram, you are definitely missing out. Missing out. Um, on the chance to be able to connect with us mm-hmm. and, and to be able to have a voice and, and shape the episodes that are being done. We love hearing from you, listening to you on Instagram, practically underscore Christian underscore. Oh, I couldn't get that out of my mouth. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> and what's fun? Yeah, that would be our kids. Was that your one of your children opening yeah, the door? Opening the door. Wow. <laughs> um, but this is a happy episode, so let's just stay that course. I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. we have a family. We do have a family. So. Sorry. And that was the door <laughs> slamming. Apparently they heard we were recording. Oh. Um, but uh, again, yeah, we're we're discussing happiness and just like anger mm-hmm. and sadness, you know, happiness or being happy is something we feel. It's an emotion we have. Right. Um, it is not to be used synonymously with the word joy, mm-hmm. um, which is a state of being. So. What I mean by that is joy is a state we should all hope to find that we know regardless of anything else going on. It's a constant. No matter what your circumstance is, you know everything's going to be okay. Right. Happiness is not joy. So I read a quote that said happiness is somewhere in between too much and too little. Which at any day of the week you could teeter-totter. On either side. Absolutely. I mean, and again, I, I really want to hone in on what joy is because I think there is a, a large portion of people that confuse happiness and joy. I did for a long time. You know, joy is knowing that you're dealing with things and it's it, it's going to eventually get better. Right. I think about, um, I just had a conversation today with someone and we were talking about Job and they were saying how they were struggling to find happiness and then we discussed joy how you can find joy in all things including Job's situation how he knew no matter what in the end what god was going to be glorified and you know it's really not over until god says it's over absolutely and happy on the other hand is it kind of mimics you have moments of happiness well and it kind of mimics the emotional response that we have in joy right 
Um, but like you said, it, it's a, it's a fleeting thing. Right. Like you can be happy one moment, and in the very next moment, like angry, you, sad, yeah, confused. Um, so like think about you walk into work and you know you hear you got a raise or a promotion it's or exciting, yay! You know you're immediately happy. Um, but then if you got a demotion after that, or you found out, Hey, yeah, you got a promotion, but you have to move across the country or across the world. Or you or, have to work longer hours. Right. And all of a sudden that, f- that fleeting feeling of happiness kind of dwindles is gone. Um, or, you know, happiness again, it may be something very simple. Again, we look for these grand things in our life, don't mm-hmm. we? Like they have to be these big things, you know, these trips to Disney, these, right. These one of a lifetime vacations, experiences, huge experiences. But really, I mean, there, it could be a simple, is, right. good meal with family or friends, or or for me, like going to Publix and talking to all the people I've known there since we moved to Deltona. You know, and talking to them and laughing, and I love yeah. laughing, so I love talking to people, and that makes me happy. It could be sitting down and watching The Office or Parks and Rec for, you know, the eighteenth time. <laughs> Same episode makes like, you laugh every time. But and and it's sad because like I can quote it, like yes, without it can. even being on. And you've encouraged others to watch it, and which makes you happy. But I could still watch the same episodes, and and still laugh at the same parts, and and it just it never gets old, right? You know, or happiness could be out on the kayak, right? You know, happiness could be out on the boat. It's definitely that joy that you, or that feeling you get as you're reeling in that fish. Right. The I, will, I will say that. Oh, sure. And. But that excitement can go away as soon as that fish lets go of that hook and then boop, it's gone. So in other words, when we physically. Are you not going to acknowledge what I just said? No. <laughs> Why Because not? that's the opposite of happiness. But that's what I was saying. That, that feeling And I don't want to acknowledge that. Oh, okay. But in other words, when we are physically enjoying contentment, mm-hmm. we are experiencing happiness. So that feeling you have inside of you is a joy of contentment. Okay. And that is when we are experiencing what we would call happiness. happiness. However, should this feeling be, I am so sorry, like our kids are coming in and out and. Apparently they don't know we're recording. Right. Go ahead. Sorry, you didn't mean to Well, here, come here. Come here. You can talk into the microphone. You can tell everyone we're sorry. All right. All right, go do whatever you're going to go do. Because now you don't have an excuse. Quietly. However, jumping back into what we were just talking about, should this feeling be the ultimate goal goal or mission in life? Mm. Because really, I think for most people... It would be. That is their ultimate goal, is to be happy. Just want to find happiness. I mean, think about it, like uh, heresies, like the prosperity gospel. Mm is an entire Mm, heresy. Understand it's a false teaching that if you do for God, God will do for you and you will ultimately be happy in the end. Right. I I grew up with some of that garbage. Kind of goes against, you know, the gospel. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, especially when we stop and consider that all 12 disciples are like brutally martyred and killed. Right. Right. They Poor. had, but they had joy. They did. They did have joy. But again, I doubt they were happy as they were going through the process <laughs> yes. of being hung upside down, burnt, 
you know, drinking poison. So, so again, is there anything wrong with feeling happy? No. Should it be the ultimate goal of our life to be happy and content? Like, should this be our best life now? Absolutely not. No. You know, because if you're living your best life now, you're headed. Shailen will tell you you're headed for hell. But there are many places in the Bible where it does deal with happiness. And mm -hmm. in fact, many of the places we've we've already talked about last week when or, or two weeks ago when we were dealing with sadness mm -hmm. deal with happinesses too. Right. You know, for example, Philippians 4, which is often very misquoted, um, but I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. Mm. Understand what Paul is saying is, is no matter if I'm rich or if I'm poor, if I have plenty or if I don't have anything, mm -hmm. it doesn't matter what my circumstance in life is. I can get through this. Including the awful, horrible times where you are not experiencing happiness. Right. Mm -hmm. um, another one in James 1, we see from a very different, um, from what society would tell us is, is, um, the main goal in life and and we see this like count it all a joy right as you face trials, trials. of various mm -hmm. kinds hmm <laughs> i mean kind of goes against and, it and and most people would not count it a joy no as they face trials right you know most people tend to look at this and go oh everything's going bad i must have done done something, something wrong i'm being punished right and i need to make this right with god you, you're one seriously if you that's know you, i was like that for a while you're one step away from hey let's sacrifice something into the volcano <laughs> you, you know what i mean like let's yes. make this peace offering right and and in doing so we are forgetting that jesus is the ultimate peace offering right that that jesus and jesus alone is the mediator between god and man right you know, there's nothing I'm going to do that's going to make God love me more or less. And on the same hand, Romans 8 is very clear that there's nothing I'm going to do to make God love me less. Mm -hmm. You know, and as parents, think about your own kids. Is there anything that I mean, really, I mean, they're they're interrupting our podcast. OK, <laughs> you know, I'm not definitely looking at them going, I love you less now. No. You know, and when they bring me, you I'm know, not happy about it, but <laughs> but when they bring me straight A's home too, you know, on their report card, I'm not sitting here going, oh, I love you so much more now that I know you're not a dodo. Like, you, you know what I mean? Why are you looking at me like that? Nothing. Continue. No. Why are you looking at me like that? I just don't like that. Don't like what? I just don't think A's dictate if someone's a dodo or not. Oh, I don't either. Oh, okay. I've I've flat told our kids if the very best you could do is you know C's and D's. Yeah, that's then, yeah. Then that's the very best you can do, and, and that's your God-given ability. Yes, and yeah, that's what absolutely. we that's what we strain towards. I just want to make um, sure you clarify that because I know how you feel. It just <laughs> sounded bad. No, no. I mean, grades are not indicative of your your mental capacity at all. Right. I mean, I'll, I have a very high mental capacity. And, and you had. <laughs> straight A's were not on my report card. No. Because apparently no. you have to go to school. Oh, yes. Um, you know, and, and so when I say being a dodo, I wasn't mentioning at all intellectual cap, uh, capacity. Right. As much as I was, you making the wrong choice right now, Bo. Right. But again, when we face trials of various kinds, when we look at happiness and in our version of happiness happiness means that we're we're killing it we're crushing it everything is going right we are doing exactly what god mm -hmm. wants for us 
And then when we're not happy, right? then we're, we must be doing something. We must have some kind of hidden sin or, or something, or we're not doing enough or our faith is lacking. And really that's the story of Job. You know, and there are people that are suffering through depression that don't experience bouts of happiness. They have joy and they know it's there. It's, it's like hovering underneath layers of um, despair, but they don't experience happiness the way we would on in different bursts. I, yeah, I, I, I understand. I, I was reading. What does that look for? I was reading something, so I only kind of caught the last half of what you were saying. Okay. So that's why I was looking confused. Okay. Because all I heard was like despair and then bouts of happiness, and I was like, <laughs> despair usually doesn't lead to happiness. Um. Anywho. But, but again, like if we look through scripture, I mean, John ten is an, another one that is kind of famously misquoted hmm. where Jesus says that the thief comes to only steal, kill and destroy, right. but I come to give life and give life abundantly, abundantly. Hmm. you know? So for most people, that means that Jesus came so that we can be happy. Right. That's what people think. And it's not true. No, like, that's a lie from the devil. So you mean to tell me that Jesus, mm. the the son of God, mm-hmm. you know, it comes to this earth, takes on form of, of this broken vessel that we are, you know, takes all that glory and wraps it into a baby. Mm-hmm. Um, and then goes to the cross, is brutally murdered for our sin just so that I don't feel icky, icky or blue. <laughs> I mean, come on. That, Let's do better than that. Right. I mean, just just thinking through that. It doesn't make sense at all. Because how would Jesus say that? And then in Luke 9, go, hey, you need to pick up your cross and die daily to yourself. Right. Like, why? You know, if, if Jesus's main goal in life is my happiness, my bank account, my happiness, my, then why would he tell me to die to myself? Right. Because he knew that we would have the tendency to go. I want, cause, cause really, I mean, let's stop and think about it. Would you re- rather be happy or miserable? Right. If you had to choose, I mean, <laughs> you, Duh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like no one's sitting here going, you know, I, I really would, want to suffer today. Right. I think I think I want to go through some bouts of sadness. And, no. And that's why out of all the emotions that we have discussed, happiness is the easiest one to make an idol out of. And it's funny because sometimes people talk with us and they think, oh, you're just being so negative. It's not negativity. It's the reality of what the gospel is. And like you said, you can have joy permanently. You can have that and know for sure that, you know, your joy rests in Jesus. Yeah, this stinks right now. But... Yeah. And, and you know, I, I mentioned the other day I'd written something on Facebook about sometimes, sometimes people are going through things and the best thing you can do for them is just be there and be quiet. <laughs> My joy is really being tested and I don't even know oh, if you can hear the door or not. Oh, I'm sure you can. I can hear it in my earphones. But... But again, and, and that's kind of what we were talking about with the James one, you know, count it all a joy, you know, as you face trials, because through those trials, through those hard times, that's when we grow. I mean, if you were really to be honest and look at your own life and go, 
when have I grown the most as a as a person? Not when everything was going fantastic. Right, right. And that's what I was going to get at. Was it, you know, when you didn't have to grow? Because really, if we're all honest, we're we're all pretty lazy by nature. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I know there's I know there's hustlers out there, and I know there's people that just like wake up every day and have a hundred things on their to do list. Sure. And but if we're all honest, we're lazy by nature. Absolutely. Um, therefore, if we don't have to grow, mm-hmm. we're not going to grow because growing is work, and that's going to take away from our happiness. I agree. Th- does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And and therefore. You know, I just, I would rather be at a place where I'm comfortable. Right. You know, that's why we have this, this whole epidemic with failure to launch and, and failure these, to thrive. Right. And these 30, 35 year olds who, uh, well, I just don't want to go get a job. I don't want I don't to feel like, right. It. You know, and, and again, they're, they're I chasing like their happiness. <laughs> Ecclesiastes. I mean, that's what Solomon's talking about. Hey, you know, I want to be happy. I want to feel happy. So I'm going to go make myself feel happy. And, and what he noticed was, is it's a chasing after the wind mm-hmm. because happiness really is an illusion, right? You will never, because what you're looking for is contentment, right? You're looking to feel whole, mm-hmm. you know, and, and we call it the, the one more, you know, it, if I could just like when the weekends come one more day, yeah, one if, more I, if I just had one more day off one more episode, that's the Netflix, just one more right. episode, five, four, three. Oh, we missed it. Let's just watch this one. Yeah. Um, we couldn't hit the skip button in time, but, but again, like that's what we're always searching for. We're, we're sitting here going, if, if I could just have the perfect meal, if I could just have the, the perfect night with my girlfriend, boyfriend, wife, husband, if I could just, have that one moment if i could just yeah if i only if or if they would just what you could fill that with anything but i think you know to bring it back around you can be in a position where everything's not going well and you can look for things that can bring you happiness and know that you're holding on to joy and there there is even when your kids are flipping out i remember when the kids were young and i was home and I mean, the girls sometimes would just go nuts, but then I would stop and I would giggle because it was cute and they were funny and, you know, the house was going upside down and I, the laundry was piling up and, but man, I was sitting there watching the girls and I remember thinking to myself, oh, this makes me so happy. Like just being able to watch them, you know, I wasn't happy at the mess they were making. I wasn't happy that the laundry doesn't magically fold itself. It still doesn't apparently. Um, but you can find moments of happiness because if you don't seek out those, you, sometimes you have to actively seek it out. If you don't, you will find yourself in a position where you are looking for everything that's wrong. And I know myself personally, I can get into that mo- that that mode where it's one thing and then all of a sudden I am looking at every single thing that is wrong all around me. I mean, you know that mm-hmm. as far as I go. I mean, and really that's how we all are. Sure. And, and, I'm reminded of that saying, you know, life is not about the moments. Life is not about the moments of breath you take, but the the moments that take your breath away or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I go again, that's what we've turned this into. Like life is all about making yourself happy. Mm -hmm. And here's the problem. 
that's not what life is about. And if you're a Christ follower, a Christ claimer, you should, you should not be chasing just happiness. You should be chasing Jesus. Who's going to give you eternal joy. Who's going to allow you times of happiness. Who's going to allow you though. Also in the bad times when you are suffering to have joy to hold on to. <laughs> and um well i mean and that's where we were gonna go like yeah. in christ how does this affect us in christ and right. when we realize that jesus paid everything for us on the cross that should well up in us happiness like i don't have to earn my salvation i don't have to be good enough um and when we realize that the ultimate point of life is it's not about us mm-hmm. that should make us happy because then i don't have that weight that i have to try to carry right that if I'm not happy, then I'm doing something wrong. I'm, I'm failing. Um, when we realize that whether we eat or drink, we do everything to glorify Christ. All of it to glorify God. That should make us happy. Right. Because again, Jesus can carry that weight. Mm-hmm. I can place my hope and trust and faith in him. Right. Um, and, and understand that if I fall short... Romans 8, 1 is very clear that there's no condemnation for those found in Christ Jesus. I mean, and don't get it wrong. There are going to be times where you just don't feel happy. I mean, you might go days where it's just doom and gloom and you just feel down and you're not happy. You're not not necessarily depressed, but the happiness just isn't there. And that's okay. I mean, process through that, but don't live there. Like I always say, you can live in that moment um, for that moment, but don't, I'm sorry, you can visit in that moment, but don't live in that moment. Um, I know I lived there for quite some time and it's exhausting, really literally sucks the life out of you physically, emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Um, watch something that makes you laugh or smile, read your Bible, talk to somebody who's encouraging. Well, and see, and there's a lot of people that would tell you that reading your Bible and, and focusing on Christ is actually robbing you of happiness. Hmm. You know, the, the do's and don'ts of scripture. But that's because they don't understand how scripture is written well, and, or and what it was written for. Let's just look at extramarital relations right. as an example. You know, well, the the seventh commandment is, you know, you shall not commit adultery. Right. Which means extramarital relationships. Right. Um, I don't My think it would, I don't think, well, happy. hang on, hang on. No, 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 no. What I was going to say is I don't think it would shock anyone to understand um, that research proves that if you have an intact family, in other words, there's a mom, a dad, kids, like an intact family, not mm-hmm. a broken family, they are happier in, in overall. Okay. Okay. I'm not saying that if, not saying if you're a single mom and, no, no. or a single dad, um, that it, you can't be happy. No. Like, that's not what I'm saying. Statistically, I'm saying statistically though. research right. shows that an intact family has a higher level of happiness compared to a broken family. That would make sense. So if we look at extramarital, you know, adultery, Mm -hmm. um, not only could we lower STD rates, Mm -hmm. not only could we lower um, financial burdens, not only could we lower um, broken homes. And and we've gone through, yeah, and we've gone through those stats with, you know, kids who grow up. Without with that, and and mm-hmm. and again, statistics. I'm not saying you are a statistic. No, no, no. I'm just saying statistics in general. Right. Um, but if we just understood that this was designed with a purpose, right, by a designer, right, and if we follow that design, 
it actually leads to greater happiness. And press on through the hard times. It's not yeah. always going to be easy in marriage. It's not always going to be easy in your relationships with your families. Keep going. Keep pressing it. If it does get better, it will get better. And I'm, we're not saying if you're being physically abused or anything like that. Like it, any abuse, I mean, you stop, you get help, you reach out to your local church body, police if you need to. We're talking about you're just the mundane. Sometimes you get stuck in the mundane of your marriage and your life and you're like, oh, this is boring or whatever. Oh, yeah. And and that was just one example. I mean, right, there, there right. Are, are tons of examples we could walk through. If you're miserable at your job. But the, the big thing I tell people is, well, if you're miserable, like if you're that miserable, go, go get, get a different job. job. You know, like, come on. Right. Um. The problem, in, in anyway, whatever, we're it's not gonna, let, let's, uh, yeah, because I was about to like jump <laughs> don't, all don't into do it. that. Um, <laughs> go down, a but again, route. most of the time you're chasing money, right? And, and and again, you're chasing money and happiness, or you which placed is yourself, never right, you're placed, gonna fulfill, you place yourself in a position where you're not gonna grow and thrive because you're not where um, you can do the most good, or you're not where you're designed to be, right. You know, and, and well, you do the most good when you are where you're supposed to be, right? Yeah, you know, and and I remember growing up, like one of the things, like one of the jobs I was looking to go do, um, was be a, a CPA, an accountant, mm-hmm. because um, because you know my dad's accountant only had to work four months out of the year, right? You know, and I was like, oh, cool, I want a job where I only have to work four months out of the year, um, and this guy had, you know pretty good lifestyle the other right. eight months out of the year right wasn't like you know he was just struggling eating beanie weenies for right. the other eight months um but ultimately again i'm i'm sitting here going well that means my happiness is going to come from my money my happiness is going to come from my spouse my happiness happiness is never going to come from an outside from an external source right Ever. happiness is Ever. something that is generated on the inside mm-hmm. and flows to the outside it is never gain from something on the outside right um and that's why one of the things i tell the kids like in in apologetics god alone designed it so therefore god alone gets to define it right right you know and and again if we were to look at this on the flip side and go oh no 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 no, we don't have the commandment to not commit adultery to keep us from having fun we have that commandment to actually keep us safe right like, I'm sure when the kids were littler and they would want to run to the road and I was like, stay out of the road, they were like, daddy doesn't want me to go out here and have fun. It's like, in no, daddy mind, doesn't want you to die. Right. And I explain that to the kids in class sometimes when uh, we talk about spare the rod, spoil the child. And um, I tell, you know, we talk about discipline. God disciplines those who he loves. That's why when my kids would run out in the in the street, I wouldn't just coddle them. I'd give them a little pat on the bottom and... Hey, don't do that. I wasn't doing it for anything other than to remind them this might hurt you a little, but you know, we don't want to scrape you up off the, the, the road, you know, mommy and daddy want you to live a long life. Right. But again, the, the big takeaway from this episode should be like happiness is not the ultimate object that we should be searching. Right. It it is, it's, it could become an idol Mm -hmm. just like anything else. Right. I mean, and if all I'm doing is is trying to fill up my heart with things that are going to make me happy, then then I am worshiping happiness. happiness right. Um, if you're worshiping Jesus, a feeling, if Jesus is just a means to allow me to be happy, mm-hmm. then I am worshiping happiness. Right. Um. 
And, and you know what? Happiness is, is a good thing. It is something we should strive to be. I mm-hmm. mean, we should strive to be happy and content people right. um, who, who do have joy and, and who are marked with, you know, being optimistic and, and being able to look at the, the, I mean, ultimately we do know Jesus is going to return. Right. So in the end, yeah, we are fighting from a place of victory. We just need to understand that, that that's not ultimately what we should chase after. Right. Okay. My best life is not now. Um, Doesn't mean you can't have a good life. You could, but that if this is the best, like we said, or like Shylin says, this is your best life. You're headed for hell. Well, and if this that's, is your that can best be on life, another I mean, podcast. Yeah, and and think about <laughs> what that means for some of us, because some of us like are not happy with Anything. things in our life. <laughs> like, so so anyway, this week I challenge you: be happy, enjoy the time you have with a loved one, live in the moment, enjoy every breath you take, because you don't know when it is going to be your last. But understand there is so much more to life than simply chasing after the temporary fleeting feeling of happiness. Right. So until next week, we love you and we cannot do this without your support. 